We are in Taira Chaf. We are going into paragraph Hey, Let's take stock of where we're holding. And then, Be'ezus uh, Hashem, we are going to get lit up. Uh, paragraph Aleph, we started saying that there is a neshama in the world, that through this neshama, nizgale biure perushe atayra, and we started to describe this neshama, this vehicle, this way that we are going to attach ourselves to bring down Torah to the world, this neshama called vareha kegachle eish. Because uh, in order to have air, you ha- you need to have a clean. In order to have anything, if you would uh, if you would put something that's too hot for the clean to handle, then the clean would melt. There would be no way to be macabre. The way to draw to attach ourselves to tires, you have to have a medium. You have to have a clean for that something to draw it down. Therefore, we have this neshama, and we explained that the Torah be'etzem is amis when the Torah is in the world. So then there's there's shalom. We're attaching ourselves to the ultimate truth, to Ratzon Hashem, to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When this neshama is removed from us, we explain that so then there's going to be mariva ala tzaddikim there's going to be fights with the tzaddikim the uh, the, the we have the best of intentions but with there where there's ambiguity created there's a suffix that's created there's a lack of clarity this creates mariva this creates fights uh we and the the portion of the torah that we're talking now is when the miriam the bear miriam the water that was coming from the cellar the fact that after miriam's uh patira after miriam um, was Nefteras, then there was, uh, th- then people came to Moshe with fights. And therefore, in paragraph Bayes, we said, uh, how are we able to draw down then Biure Taira? Uh, the, we said, So we need to draw down these Burm Kagach Leish. The way to do that is, We need to, uh, the, the way that we are able to draw things down from Kodesh Baruch, who is within his Oiris, his Arusadilisata, his Oiris from below. The, and the way that that's initiated is going to be through pouring out words in Tfila, pouring out words in prayer. And by pouring out these words, so then HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Rachmim, through this tefillah, Nechmeru Rachmei Hashem Yisbarach, the Rachmim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be stirred, V'niftach Lev HaElyon, we're using this as a term of art, so to speak, uh, the Lev HaElyon, this is where the water is going to come pouring out of, through the Lev HaElyon, we're going to get the Biure, the Perushe Taira. And this corresponds, we said, to the Sela, to the rock, uh, and, and therefore, through Dibor, through being able to pour out words and tefillah, we're going to get the words, we're going to get the words, Kegach Le'esh, from the Lev Elyon, uh, and that's where we will have access to this Torah. Uh, in next, we said that uh, that there's a difference, therefore, in this type of tefillah, uh, the, uh, the, because what happens is is that the tzaddik, the one who's going to bring down these beiuri perushe Torah, he's going to initiate what's going to come down from the Eva, leva elyon through that tefillah, and therefore there's a difference. This person's bring down Torah for to to be able to teach, to be able to bring that Torah for klal yisrael. So the it's going what comes down is going to correspond to the tefillah, and therefore we said that there's a difference when the person is. Learning by himself, or whether or not he's learning, he's explaining to a group of people. Those people are coming to him; they're with him; they're included in that tefillah that he sends up. We explain that there's a difference in that tefillah: tefillas yachid, tefillas rabim. Right? We're going to see. We're talking about tefillah betzibur, tzibur, tzadikim, benanim, urusham. We spoke a little bit about the idea of a kehila in the context of Purim. Yud Gimel is man kehila lecholhi. 
uh, Matan Torah was referred to as Yom HaKahal. So we talked about that a little bit in the last year. So there's a difference in when there's a Tfilis Rabbim, when people come to this Tzaddik, this person, this Talmud Chacham, who's going to draw down the Perushe Be'ure Torah from Lev Elyon, that, that is going to be a different Torah that comes down based on the nature of that Tfilah. And the nature of that Tfilah is going to be different when people are coming to the Tzaddik and they're Nichlal, they're included in the Lev Elyon. And in paragraph 4, we spoke from the point of view of these people. Therefore, there's also a difference in those who hear directly from the tzaddik. They're there, they're included in the Torah, the v'chelik in the Torah that comes down. And those who ultimately hear indirectly over here, we weren't talking about hearing from a Talmud. We actually referred to it specifically as learning from a Sefer. But the reason, uh, we said, again, is twofold. Number one, when the when tefillah the, uh, goes up, there's, a, 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 so to speak, an increase in Kedusha based on the the Tehillah Yisrael, so when they're included in the in the Tefillah, so therefore the Torah that comes down is going, everybody, it's going to resonate with anybody. There's going to be a chilek of everybody in this Tefillah, which is going to generate the Torah that comes down that everybody's going to relate to, and therefore everybody's going to relate to this, the, the, the Torah, the MS. It's going to be yasher. It's not going to be room for differences of opinion and kushis and sfekos and other interpretations. And second of all, although it corresponds, as as people come to the tzaddik, so then the what we say the and, and the way that we described the last time is everybody's coming together ultimately for the same purpose to get close to a kaddish baruch Hu. But on the other hand, every Russia has a certain uh, has a or every, every person who has will see ra within them. So it's a different type of ra. My my taiva is not necessarily the same as your taiva, although we do ex- explain that uh, taiva's niyuf we explained in the last Torah is the raha kailel. It encompasses all the different ones, but nevertheless, when they come before the tzaddik, all for the same purpose, so the ra within each individual is becomes nichna, becomes subdued to the tzaddik. Therefore, the tefillah that goes up is from the from the from the collective kedusha, the collective taiv that's within all of the people that come up. The ra is going to be subdued, and this is going to become a very powerful, inclusive tefillah that's going to uh, that's going to bring down the taira. Now I'm going to read a small portion actually from the Sefer Timer Dvaro, which I was going to really read later in the context of of the Torah, but I'm going to speak about it now and then we'll just be able to reference it later. That way hopefully we'll be able to go a little bit more straight through. In Perak Bays of Timer Dvaro, it speaks about Mahu Af Ata, the way that we could be Davuk to Kadosh Baruch Hu, and it speaks about it in the context of the Midos. So the first of these Midos that it starts going through over here is Kesser, and he says, I'm going to read very quickly, but I think that the, the, the point will stick. Uh, and we're going to be talking about the idea of different of, of embracing different roles at different times, which uh, on one hand are different, they're, they're opposite attitudes, but on the other hand, uh, embracing the right attitude at the right time, which is ultimately consistent. So let's see what I mean over here. A person should be similar to his creator. Beside Midas HaKeser, at the at, at and fundamentally in the Mida Keser, which is the Shirish of all the Midos, there are a lot of uh, aspects of this. We're going to talk about the first one, which actually includes both of the ideas that I'm talking about. The first the first idea that is Kailal, everything else is the Midav Anava, what does this mean? Sharehi Mida al Kolhamidos, Keser is the Mida that's Above, in a certain sense, all of the midos. Ve'ena mis'alis umis'gar lamala. 
Now we have to see what it means. It says that that uh, the midah of keser is not; it doesn't take any position of priority or anything like that. It's not again using trying simple words, but for the point that we're going to need it over here, it's not mizga. It doesn't have any haughtiness. It doesn't have any idea of gaiva lamala. Recognizing, by the way, that this is the midah on top of all of the other midos, it's also at its core anava, right? We, we've said that Maishu Rabbeinu is uh, is anav mikol adam. Maishu Rabbeinu was also the greatest human being who ever lived. What does that mean? Maishu Rabbeinu, a hundred percent anava doesn't mean thinking that you're nothing. Anava means that 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 there's zero entitlement. That I'm not great because uh, because of who I am. I'm great because of the koyches that a kaddish baruch who gave to me. Every single koyach that a kaddish baruch who gave to me, right? And ruchnis and gashmis it comes with an accountability. I'm in a certain sense I'm mishubed to the koyches that a kaddish baruch gave to me. I don't own them. They're not mine to do what I want with, and therefore. The greater that a person is, the more humble the person is by his task, the more that they realize their accountability that they're going to have to answer. It's very humbling. And therefore, Moshe Rabbeinu, who is the greatest human being who ever lived, understood the greatness of uh, of his task at hand, of what he had to do. And he totally didn't own any of that. He was Shechina Medaba Mitoch Grono. So to the extent that he was totally mevatel uh, himself to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, who was the, the, greatest, the greatest man who ever lived because he had the least friction, the least resistance to just attaching himself, not as a kli almost, but as a pipe that a Kaddish Baruch Hu could speak through. What's over here? A recipient. It's part of the whole Nachum Dechisufa, right? That that Hakadosh Baruch, the greatest gift that is that Hakadosh Baruch who lets us, in a certain sense, earn our reward, own our success. That way, not only is Hakadosh Baruch who giving it to us, he's giving it to us in a way that we could appreciate. Because a recipient, somebody who understands that nothing is coming from me and everything is coming from you, he's uh, this this person is baish. There's a certain embarrassment even to look to the person that's giving that's giving me, and the more that a person gives me, the more that I'm almost like reliant on somebody, the more busha that I have. So the 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 keser, as it were, which is the first level closest to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, is baish. There's a certain busha to look up towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu. A person should never think have gaiva what he's receiving. This person should be looking down, not not owning up to everything he has, but rather humbled by what he has and looking down in terms of how he can. Give Oh, we'll get to giving in a second. A person should should be with his head down. Now that's as far as this person keser vis-a-vis up. I own nothing. I can't look up towards. I have no face even to look upwards, and therefore I'm enough. I have to look down. However, num- point number two, vare ein savlan va'anav kelo kelo hainu b'midas hakeser shu tachlis harachmim. There is no one who bears like Hakadosh Baruch Hu b'midas keser, which is rachmim. V'lo yikanis l'fanav shum pgam v'lo avain v'lo din v'lo shum midam oinas milashkiach ulashpia ulahetiv tadir. Hakadosh Baruch Hu, in a certain sense, is the ultimate savlon. Right? What does it mean that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is bearing? Uh, think about it. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gives us everything, and uh, most of us are not totally mevatel ourselves to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, which means Hakadosh Baruch Hu as it were, is giving 
those who never deserved to receive the good in the first place, and even once we have the good, we're not owning up to what we have. And yet, Akharish Baruch Hu t- continues to give and continues to bear it uh, towards the ultimate good. And therefore, uh, our midah to be like Hakadosh Baruch Hu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has a thousand reasons, number one, why he didn't have to give us, in the fr- there was no reason for HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give us in the first place, Mitzad us. and second of all, HaKadosh Baruch Hu continues to give, notwithstanding that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, is ultimately, uh, to speak, the ultimate Savlan, so in other words, when looking up, so to speak, we are nothing. We own nothing. We, we just have to be totally mavatal ourselves. All of a sudden, when looking down, again, it's consistent, but we're playing HaKadosh Baruch Hu, so to speak. I'll mention one quick story in the Gemara, then we'll come back to this, and then we're going to dive into paragraph Hey, I heard this from Rav Berkowitz, but this is the Gemara. Tanais Rufus asked Rabbi Akiva, if God loves the poor, based on a Pasuk, it's Gemara, why are they poor? And the response that Rabbi Akiva said is, so that we can give them. Says Rav Berkowitz, Rav Yitzchak Berkowitz, uh, the way that I remember him saying it, wh- wh- what's the message over there? People play a dual role. When things happen to me, so then my question is, how do I improve myself? Why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do this to me? Why did I deserve it? That's a very dangerous thing because now if I'm surrounded by somebody else who's going through a difficult time and I take that attitude, so then why should I ever step in to help? The the question is, is they deserve this? I'm sure there's a reason why they deserved it. I don't know why they deserved it. It's not my business to step in. Why should I complicate God's plans? The answer is no. As far as I'm concerned, my job is to play God. Then I have total as batless. I play God. My job is to be a giver, not to make chashbainus. My job is to do everything I can to help them. Why are they poor? As far as I'm concerned, they're poor. They're in a difficult spot because I need to give them. When we enter into Kesser, there's total as batless. When I look up, then I deserve nothing. I'm not in a position to take. I'm not in a position to give. I'm only in a position to be subdued before HaKadosh Baruch Hu with total, uh, with, with total uh, hachna. When I look down, when I look at others, I'm in a position to be a giver. I'm in a position to own success. I'm in a position to be mashpia. And whether or not they deserve it is not even necessarily my consideration. I have, I, I have my avoda to do. So what we have over here is a person really stemming from the same source, right? Because if I'm a pipeline coming from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, so then the idea that I'm giving really is is that uh, I'm not part of the process. But on the other hand, I can't just you know sit back and do nothing. You have to think about it, have sympathy, have empathy, think about what others need, own the success, th- strategize, have a voda, and think about what to do. So now we're going to be talking about uh, th- th- this person who's at the height. We're going to be talking in the context of Moshe Rabbeinu, who's at the height of this idea, the height of Anava, the height of what we're talking of another is the Sherish by Midas Kasser, and we're going to see that Moshe Rabbeinu, the Tzadik, in this role of davening to a Kaddish Baruch Hu to bring down the Taira, and on the other hand, in the role where he is gathering together the people and being machnia their ra, these are really two different sides of this coin that I think uh, that I think comes out very nicely from this this Gemara and from this piece of Taimur Dvaria. So let's dive into paragraph Hey, and if I misstated anything, then it's not because of anything that. Uh, that it says it's just the way that I misstated it and I 
apologize and I'm willing to reconsider whether or not I didn't understand it right or didn't uh, say it right, but I, I think that it, that it comes together nicely. I think that these uh, these ideas work. So now we're talking about the tefillah that needs to be generated from below in order to draw down from Leva Elyon the tefillah. When this Chacham is mispalel before he's going to give the drasha, so now he's not just davening as a tefillah yachah, he's davening as a tefillah rabim, tefillah betzibor, it's tzedikim bein rosham, it's yoma, it's it's kehila, it's bring everybody together. But what form does this tefillah take? This shayfech, right? This pouring out the tefillah. The way that he that, that he structures the tefillah, looking upwards, is total matnas chinam at Right? Total chinam. It's not because I deserve it. It's not because I I I, I have skin in the game. This is based on all of the effort that I put in. We've quoted many times the Medrash. The Medrash is in Vayikra. It's going on a pasuk in Eov, Mihiktimani, Va'ashalim Lo. Me, and it goes on. He says, you know, who gave me the doorpost? I put the, I'm so proud of myself. I put the mezuzah on it. Who gave me the house? Who gave me the doorpost? I'm so proud of myself. I put on tefillin. Who gave me the arm? Ultimately, everything that a Kaddish Baruch Hu give, gives us is a, is a matnas chinam. Anything that we do is either only because we have the bracha in our lives, any of the mitzvahs, we have the wherewithal, we have the hechatimsa. And in any event, we're not living up to anything we do is within our potential to have done. So what are you so proud of? Did you fully use your potential? So you gave, you were given, you totally used the company car. You used the resources that were given to you in order to do it. Baruch Hashem, we also were able to have uh, oineg and pleasure in this world. But nobody did more than their more than their capacity. A person should not be toila whatever he's asking for in davening, even in besides gashmius or even in ruchnius, because because of my own. Baruch Hashem, you understood a lot of Torah. Baruch Hashem, you have the intellectual capability to do so. Baruch Hashem, you have the resources. Maybe you're listening to Shiram. If we were, every generation has its challenges. Had we lived at a, in, in a certain time and place, we wouldn't have access to Sfarim, let alone to Shiram, other other technology. There's a lot of things that we we have access to, and we did because Baruch Hashem, we have the uh, we have the resources to do it. Even though we described that when the tzaddik is going to make the prayer, it is the mitzvah, the maizim toivim that he did, that does in fact make isarusa de lasata, that does in fact uh, include a reflection above. I heard, let's say this incredibly, incredibly briefly that uh, th- there was a, a certain time when a lot of the Russia yeshiva were, uh, uh, I saw this in a book called The Soul of a Moon, I think it is, with Ruven Schmelzer. I don't have it in front of me, um, but a bunch of Russia yeshiva were gathered with the Chavetz Chaim because there's a problem, there was no funds to support the yeshivas, and they, they, they were there to, to develop ideas, and they were not able to uh, come up with any ideas. And the Chavetz Chaim was sitting by his table, and one of the Rosh Shiva went home, and he had an idea. He said, "Listen, one one mitzvah is worth all of the you know all the, all the reward in the world is not enough to do one mitzvah. What I'll do is I'll have in mind I'll go to Shachris tomorrow, and I'll have in mind that, that I'm going to put on film, and this reward will go. It should be enough to support all of the yeshivas." But he didn't want to have this uh, this this kavana without uh, speaking it over with the Chavetz Chaim. So he went to the Chavetz Chaim. So I'm sitting in the same position that he was sitting the night before, and he addressed this there. Though. He said. The Chavetz Chaim, I have an idea. The Chavetz Chaim's face lit up, and he told the Chavetz Chaim his idea. And the Chavetz Chaim said, "No, it's not going to work." Said, "You can imagine a kid that finds a check for a million dollars in the middle of the street, and he goes, he know he knows that money buys candy, so he goes to the candy store and he tries to give him the check for the million dollars to buy a chocolate bar." 
says the the store owner would not be able to cash the check and if he did cash the check he would have to give the money back because it's so far out of out of sync with, with, with the candy it wouldn't be appropriate to take it would basically be gneva says if you would understand what a mitzvah what mitzvah and mice tovmar what the mitzvah of tefillin is worth in this world it's not something that it's not something that's on par. It's not something keviachal keviachal that a kaddish baruch who would or keviachal could take uh, in in order for in order for money, even where that money is for ruchnius. It's just it's just totally out of sync. So we said that the mitzvahs and meisim taivim be'etzamarnus are incredible things in shemayim. And this is the tefillah that, that the tzaddik goes with. However, this mata, this uh, authority, as it were, uh, that the tzaddik takes, is not where the tzaddik is going and say, based on my mitzvah, meaning there's two things that are going on. One thing is what what the tzaddik's mitzvah ma'izim tovim accomplish, and one is the attitude that the tzaddik goes into the tefillah with, right? So objectively speaking, yes, the mitzvah and ma'izim tovim have an effect above. That's separate and apart from a tzaddik saying, I'm so great, look at my mitzvah and ma'izim tovim, here's what I'm asking for. Ella, but rather, this koyach hamata, this authority, so to speak, that the tzaddik is wielding, k'delachnia harasha be'eda, so we, we had quoted a pasuk, um, the Mate Uzcha, right, I think, right? So we, we said that when the tzaddik is employing this idea of authority, that authority is not where the tzaddik is coming with this attitude in order to say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, answer my tefillos because of the authority that I wield based on my mitzvahs and maizim tovim. What happens is, is that the tzaddik is supposed to wield this authority, so to speak, looking downwards in order to be machnia the rasha be'eda, in order to gather together the call, in order to unify them in order so that the tefillah that ultimately goes up will be a tefillah's rabim. Some of the Mepharshim over here talk about the Ra as the Ra Koilel, the Taivas Niof, but uh, the, the Ra of every individual, Kibarabim Yeshbem Taivim Varam. Because as the people get together, like we said, Atzibur is Tzadik, Beninim, Virusham. Over here, the uh, the note that it mentions this idea, it doesn't mention a source, it just says Kayadua, okay? Now, by the way, keep in mind, the, he doesn't quote the Gemara and Brachas with, uh, with Bruria, but uh, Rav Herschel also talks about it. And that we don't daven that the Risham should perish, we daven that the Rishas should perish. So just an, an, an important point, everybody's a chelik elukami ma'al, we're all a Kaddish Baruch Hu's children. What we're asking is not to be machnia the Royim, we're asking to be machnia the Rasha Baroyim. Right? Everybody has their own Yetzirah, if we can remove those impediments, those obstacles, those mechitzas between them and a Kaddish Baruch Hu, some people are just a little bit more farther removed than others. So over here, the Tzadik is using his mata to be machnia the Rasha Baroyim, avalifnei Hashem barach. That's with the tzaddik looking down. And therefore, that's how the tzaddik, by being machnil rashabram, gathering together the kihila, that's where the tzaddik is going to be able to include them, be nichal them in the tefillah, where ultimately that tefillah is going to have the desired effect. However, that's not part of the tefillah. That's not the attitude that the tzaddik has when he actually sends the tefillah up and he's looking upwards. Yamod kedal u He's standing like somebody who's a pauper, somebody who has 
has nothing to offer, just asking for matnas chinam, v'yadabr b'tachnunim, v'lo yisla b'shom schos, and he's going to ask in a pleading way without relying on any schos. V'zehu, and this is the Pasuk in Devarim, v'aschanun el Hashem ba'es ha'hi'i lemar. V'aschanun, l'ashen chinun, l'ashen of free, matnas chinam, sh'tzorach l'daber, by the way, just as an aside, we mentioned in last year or this year before that, from Tyra Aleph, that tefillah is answered when there's chen. So just very interesting, chen and chinam coming together. But what's a tefillah that can be answered when somebody asks for the matnas chinam? Shetzoruch l'daber tachnunim b'shah shereitz alomar at the time uh, that a person has to be medaber, that a person has to speak from tachnunim when he's reitz alomar. What does it mean? When he's reitz alomar, he wants to uh, engage in a public drasha. He wants to be able l'daber. He wants to bring down that Torah in order to teach the people. First, he has to say the appropriate tefillah. What type of tefillah is that? It's tefillah's tachnunim hainu kaidem hadrosh. That's where he sends up the tefillah appropriately, and then, but when he—that's th- where he implies the mat in order to uh, to be machnia the rasha bakal in order to bring people together. But when he actually sends it up and makes the tefillah, he understands that it's not nothing that he deserves. Now this, Rabbi Maimon pointed this out, if the greatest man who ever lived, uh, as far as we're concerned, made this mistake as subtle, subtle, subtle that it was, we'll see, that means that this is certainly a mistake, this potential, and I'm saying this again, based on my understanding of what I'm reading, I can't say anything about Moshe Rabbeinu, but this, this is what the Torah tells us in order that we should learn. If people are malachim, then we can't learn. They're not human beings, and therefore, to, to whatever degree we can say, this is what we're learning. This mistake, as it were, that Maishra Rabbeinu made and that the Torah is omed on, and if Maishra Rabbeinu can make this mistake, certainly, certainly any of us can have this mistake in terms of our confusion of how we act and what role we're supposed to be in. Take the mate, why, what is it that you should take the mate, take the, the authority, take the stick? That's for the purposes of and you should speak to the Sela in front of them. Again, speak to the Sela as to send up the tefillahs. We said that the Sela, the rocks or the Vavi, that you should take that, that when they're there, once you've gathered together Ada, you've been Machnia, the Ra that's in them, so then you speak to the rock, then you're able to say the Tfilis to take down the Tyra from the Leva Elyon, because again, it was after Miriam's passing, so that now, then once Miriam passed, there was a Mariva, they lost access to the Mayim from Bear Miriam, and now there was Mariva, so the people came and they fought with Moshe, so Moshe Rabbeinu had to Vayiblu uh, name we said the last time. They understood that uh, that it was closed, and therefore they had to reopen this access that there would be to the Torah, so there would be no fight. uzo that Moshe was supposed to take this authority. that he had from his mitzvahs tovim. But that authority is not that attitude is not used in order to make the tefillah. That authority is used at the time of gathering together the tzibur that has also tzadikim, benanim, and rishayim. Canal, that's what the authority is used for, to get the people in line so that ultimately when the tefillah goes up, it's going to be a, a, a tefillah, tefillah's rabbim, a tefillah b'tzibor, v'yachrkach v'dibarta l'seleineim, but then after you use the mate, it doesn't say to hit the rock, it just says to use the mate. Once you use the mate to gather the people together, that's where the authority is for, then v'dibarta l'sele, then the only thing that's supposed to go up is saying dibar nachas, it's supposed to be a nachas dek tefillah, right? A calm tefillah, a tefillah that we want to subdue, that's a tefillah of hachna, shi 
that tefila is not taking the form of a mata of authority. That tefila is taking the form of eschanon. El hasela hainu elyon canal. That when you're speaking to the rock, the tzur levavi, the leve elyon, that's the tefila that's going to be able to bring down to be mam shechvi the tyra le nehem daika, and it should be dafka in front of their eyes, so to speak. Shiach kol b'shas ma'isa that that the kol should be there. The first thing you have to do is employ the authority to get them uh, to get them here to come as a tzibur. Canal, so to be able to to tie yourself to them altogether, so it'll be a tefilas rabim v'hulo kenasa. But this is not what Moshe Rabbeinu did. Again, we're reading the words and getting what we can. Shezachar tuvo v'tzidkaso b'shas tefilasai that he remembered his tzidkas and his tefila. Now the mafarshim over here talk about based on a pasuk koeles ki ha'ayshek yehaylel chacham the cheating as it were. It almost like I guess confuses the chacham the abedis lev matana and it destroys the lev matana the lev of of, of patience of caution and it, it mentions over here from who is it from uh, he's bringing from Likute Halachas in Hilchas Gzela that the mistake, as it were, that Moshe made, which was subtle, Shebe subtle, was because it says, And it was these people that came, and they were Gairim, that a certain a certain Shigia Daka to Moshe, based on this Paschal Kohelis, it says that the Osha came, and then they make that uh, they destroy that Moshe Rabbeinu really was the Lev, uh, the Lev Matana, the Lev of Mitun, of patience, right? By the way, I think in Tarevav, was it was it that we said Kitar? Uh, we talked about Hamtana. Uh, that patience is Tshuva is Keser. So it all lines up, and this is really in the context that we're talking about it. Also, So in other words, Moshe allowed uh, allowed himself. He was in this situation of uh, you know of, of extreme what, what was going on. So Moshe Rabbeinu was swayed. It wasn't a calculated decision of Mitan. It was because of Dustin Avirim, all the people that were coming against Moshe. So Moshe Rabbeinu. Instead of using the mata only to gather the people together and then ultimately being machnia and settled and with hachna, and that's how he sent the tefillah up, what happened was is that Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, I mean, but Moshe Rabbeinu, as it were, wanted to almost like force the process. Because well, again, why was this Mariva going on? Because they lost the access to the Torah when Miriam died. All of a sudden, there was a tremendous fighting. Moshe Rabbeinu, to see the fighting in Klai Yisrael, the fighting on Sadiqim, the people were all riled up. Moshe wanted to settle down. He wanted to bring in the Emma. He wanted to inject the Torah into the world so that it would all so that it would all calm down. And therefore, what happened? Moshe Rabbeinu as or wanted to force the process. Why did he mention his own sitka? He was utilizing this idea of mate, this idea of authority, this idea of being able to to take control of a process. And he was using it in the wrong direction. So two mistakes. One is that he did not ask the tefillah as a matnas chinam and the other thing is that once he utilized the mata upwards so then it was the attitude going upwards instead of downwards he wasn't machnia the ras and now there's really two problems right one of one of them is the problem that the tefillah was lacking because in terms of gathering the people as a call together being machnia the ra and having this exponential uh, 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 effect of taiv 
So the tefillah was lacking because he didn't use the mata to be machniya the ra. And now when he turned around and he put up this tefillah and he used the mata upwards, so now also the tefillah was not going to, it was not b'tayrus amat naschinam, and it was not going to have the desired effect, which we're going to see ultimately uh, it didn't have the desired consequential effect of the Torah coming down, and it resulted in the punishment that Moshe Rabbeinu uh, and Aaron Akain did not go into Eretz Yisrael. Now the note over here, just going to mention, not go through it, Ibe Anachal talks about the idea that in the beginning of Moshe Rabbeinu did hit the rock, that was before the Chet Egel, before the Chet Egel, when the people were holding on a certain level, so they could have gone straight into Eretz Yisrael, that the Klippa wasn't there, therefore it didn't need the Mata um, for the first effect, and he, he just draws this contrast in terms of what was going on and why the Sukkim are different in terms of how the Mata was used, but let's stay for where we are for now. raised his hand. That he spread his hands in Tefillah, just as an aside, the Yisraeli has a whole discussion about the idea of, 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 of raising one's hands in Tefillah, that a person should not be cavalier with this, that there's actually a, uh, an incredible kayach uh, to it, okay, ayin sham, but it says that, that the idea of, of raising one's hands, emuna, we spoke in Torah Zion, emuna, uh, emuna is tefillah, Shaherim est tefillah, so that Moshe Rabbeinu raised his tefillah, what does it mean he raised his tefillah, that uh, in a certain sense, the tefillah was disassociated from the people. Moshe Rabbeinu raised his hands b'kayach. Moshe Rabbeinu, instead of, instead of almost like looking downward and gathering together a call and then raising up the tefillah with everybody, Moshe Rabbeinu raised his tefillah going upwards with kayach v'lai kishar satzmo makal. However, he didn't, he was not makasher himself with the call, so subjugating himself as the leader of the call and ultimately uh, going up above totally with one ratzayin and, uh, and ultimately having the the type of being being machnir the rat and then having the type of tefillah totally of chanan of matnas chinam to bring down the Torah the Torah that they needed to resolve all of the meriva and the fights, uh, but rather what happened was is that the Torah that came down, um, the Torah that came down was we'll see in a certain sense not in the purest form that it could have otherwise been. So just a couple of points. First of all. It says over here in Likutei Halachas, uh, the Halachas of Suda, that it brings over here in the note, uh, that... Um that when a person is the way that we're describing, uh, that the tefillah is with total hachna and subjugation and gathered together, etc. So then uh, it's all inclusive. Even those people that have the ultimate rasha b'ra'im, they can also be included in the tefillah. They're also gonna the ra within them is gonna be subjugated and they will be included in the tirah because they also need need, need a tikkun. However, there's no way to force that process, which we're actually going to, uh, in the next few lines, we're going to explore. And he says something that's just mind-blowing. He says that... uh, what do we need from HaKadosh Baruch Hu? We need that HaKadosh Baruch Hu should have Arichas Apayim. The way that I understand what he's saying is something that we all need to understand. 
the midah, the, the, the midah of din, in a certain way, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes, like we just said, a, a certain snapshot in time, so then we deserve what we deserve. Uh, sometimes that's going to be a, a harsh a harsh din. However, if HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes a broader picture, right, sometimes there could be a Yerida Shehilitzar Chaliyah, sometimes a certain experience will end up impacting somebody later, they'll do tshuva me'ava, sometimes, you know, the, if, if you take a hard stance and then you, uh, you throw somebody out of the house, so then, you know, you break that relationship, but if a person has more every and patience, every situation, a person has to apply this to themselves, then ultimately the warmth, something will reach them, and the the result will end up being, it'll justify it'll justify what, what, what got a person there. We need HaKadosh Baruch Hu, as it were, to have Arich HaSapayim with us. This is a tshuva. One of the things that the Tamid Vara says in the beginning, by Naisei Avon, that HaKadosh Baruch, Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sustains not just the sinner, HaKadosh Baruch Hu sustains even the sin itself, because otherwise, where's the sin going to go? If you look also in the first couple of prakim, in the beginning, people are probably maybe perhaps more familiar with the first uh, few prakim of Tamar Devorah. It speaks that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has the ultimate patience and not just patience with us. He even sustains the sin so that the sin doesn't just, you know, a person could die right away or the sin could feed off the spiritual energy of the one who created it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu has the ultimate amount of of patience in order to facilitate that we should do uh, that we should do tshuva, that we shouldn't expire immediately, etc. We need Aricha Sapayim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How do we, like we said earlier, how do we inspire, how do we this this Hanhag of HaKadosh Baruch Hu? When the Tzaddik has Aricha Sapayim to those who are around them. If we want to trigger this Aricha Sapayim from HaKadosh Baruch Hu towards us and ultimately towards the world and ultimately towards those Rasham too, if we want them to do tshuva, how are you going to get their heart to open up when you have Aricha Sapayim to these Rasham, when you have Aricha Sapayim to these people who have Ra? And you want Halavai, that not that they should and be destroyed, but that the Risha should be destroyed. If Halavai that they should do tshuva, you want them to tshuva. You want to bring this attitude of Arichas Apayim of light into the world. You have Arichas Apayim to them, and you will open up and be Ma'ira this attitude of Arichas Apayim from a Baruch Hu to you to the world, to them as well. The other point that I wanted to mention is Likute uh, Allah. No, is. Uh, Shar Hamitzvis Parshas Veschanon. He brings. He, I guess Rav Chaim Vital says. Beinin Eisik Halacha Beinim Chaverim. He says. I saw that the Arizal was Mezgaber Kari Bekoyach when he would be Eisik and Halacha to the point of sweating and shaking. He was engaging in Ian, and he says. I Vishalti as Piv. Why he was asking his rabbi, why are you so such a tircha, shaking and sweating and engaged? And he says the Arizal told him, That's why the Torah is called Tushya, etc. He says that the that because there are certain klipais, those klipais, because of the way that we have the Torah, in other words, again, we don't have access right now to the utter truth. Really, we should be exposed to the truth. There should be, there should be no question, right? We're exposed to the Torah. There should be, there should be no question. That we're exposed. It should just light, it should just totally touch on Hashemah and that's it. 
Why is it that there's this ambiguity? Why is it that there's these fakes? It's because of the Torah and the form that we have it that we'll speak in a second. How do we break? How do we break through that klipa? We break through that klipa with the effort that we put into Ian. So it's wonderful that a person is smarter, but the truth is, is that in as much as there is a mila of understanding the concepts of Torah, there's also a mila to the process. The process is not just to get to the end. The end is the process, right? The process not just means to an end. The process, the, the, the going through the process, the breaking your head, the putting in the effort, the mesiris nefesh, that is the end itself for this for this part of the avoda. In order to break the klipa, and then ultimately, once a person breaks through all the klipa and they get to the to the inside, they get to the nut, then 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 it'll go easy, right? The the muscles like a, a walnut. If you have a nut, then you have all of the the klipa surrounding it until you get. To the inside, just quoting a, line, a, a passage from the Tikkun Zayar says, If it wasn't that Moshe Rabbeinu had hit the rock, uh, which was Kiviyachal, we'll see the the Shechina that he had not uh, used Kiviyachal to hit the rock. We're saying that he applied the Mata towards the Tzor Levavi, towards the Sela, as it were, that he applied the Mata in the wrong direction. Had Moshe Rabbeinu not done that, then we wouldn't have been necessary for all of the process that now, now it is necessary, but this idea that Hanon, Damaram, Torah going back and forth, uh, which was in the form that we have it, there was always Torah Shabbat was given with Torah Shabbat on Harsinai, but the way that we have it, the avoda that we have of going back and forth and the Ian and the Pilpul and uncovering and getting past it, it should have been it should have been easy, the water should have just come flowing out of the rock, and we would have been the Pasuk in Lamdu what he's saying is if there was if the we Moshe Rabbeinu was machnia the Rasha be'eda if at the time he was uh, he was he he spoke to the rock and he was makadeshem shemayim in the way that it was then what would happen was is all of Klal Yisrael would have understood the Torah in a much easier way v'have enough Maya the Torah would have come out below kushyum machlekes upsak begin de shchinta de itmar ba there would have been no kushes there would have been machlekes there would have been no need for this level of ian halaykai and it would have been in the, the mouths of Klal Yisrael of, again, like their mouths would have been Kagach Le'esh, Di'oi Raisa, Debalpeh, Di'i Sela, okay, he goes on, Sela Al Samech, so what Sela, oh, Sela is Al Samech, Di'inun Shitin Mesechtas, Di'iu Sela Al Samech, Arkan Lashono. So what we see over here is, again, that in order to have the Torah in the form that we can just relate to it to the Imam Sheikh, first of all, it's in response to the to the tefillah. Once we don't have like in paragraph Aleph, we saw the neshama that's going to bring it straight down. What it has to be is it's in response to a tefillah. The tefillah can't be a tefillah siyachet. It has to be a tefillah rabim. The way to have a tefillah rabim is to apply for the tzaddik, the one who's going to bring down Torah, to apply the mata downwards in order to be machnia the rad. Then the tefillah goes up. The pure for a form comes out. Meishur Rabbeinu because of dust and ravir because of what was going on. There was this slight thing he. Wanted 
wanted to. We'll see right now, which is incredible, rush the process, okay, because of what was going on. And therefore, he did not apply the mata in the way that it could have been applied to be Machniya the Rab, but rather the tefillah, in a certain sense, had this pagam. And therefore, also, he didn't pray with matnas chinam. And therefore, because the prayer at that point had a pagam is imperfect, the Torah came down in the form that we have it today, where there is machlaikas, uh, etc. So it says that Maish Rabbeinu hit the rock twice. He hit the rock and the water came out. That it's as if the Maish Rabbeinu hit Tzor Levavi, the Sela, the Leva Elyon. He hit, as it were, It's as if he wanted to force HaKadosh Baruch, he wanted to force the Shechina to give forth the water. He was coming to try to force the process based on my mitzvahs and Maisim Tovim. As it were, number one, it says, if he came to take the Biure Torah, which is now it didn't come in its pure in, in its pure form, as it were, it came with Sveikis, uh, Oh, so it says, and the second haka, as it were, was we're going to see was Misa. The second haka was that once Moshe Rabbeinu brought the Torah down, he wasn't as he could have been in order to bring out the Torah in its highest form. So there had to be a balancing out of Kedesh Hashem, which Chazal tell us is with the Misa, which was with the Misa of Tzadikim. Um, unfortunately, because the Torah says, Misha a person who tries to rush the process, Sha'a Then it comes that the Nistalik Kaidim's mano, that the Sha'a is gonna, is gonna be Doichek him. Right, the 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 Gemara brings Tani Reb Shimon Elazar Eimer Af Meishiv Aaron B'Chatosa Meisu. It says Yan Lo Hamantem Kibi Lahakti Sheni, and therefore there needed to be a Kiddush Shem Shemayim. Uses also the same lashon over there by Nadav by Nadav and Aviu. But over here we see that Meishu Rabbeinu tried to rush the process, and when a person rushes a process, it has consequences. Val Histal Kuso Val Histal Kuso Hashchina Shehi Leiv with the Leiv Elyon Hanal Him Yalelas Uba. This is the Hakash Shniya. What was the, as it were, the hitting the rock twice? The first hitting the rock was when Moshe tried to force the process based on his own Mitzvah Samaisim Tovim. And the second one was the Tsar of the Hakash, as it were, to the Shechina, to live Elyon, that Moshe Rabbeinu had to uh, die before going into Eretz Yisrael. This is why they died, because Klai Yisrael came. It says, that Moshe and Aaron died because of this before their time. And this is, by the way, uh, just reading from Rav Chaim Kramer's note, he brings... He brings uh, this idea throughout, uh, throughout you know, reference points throughout where uh, Adam Harishon, the Chazal tell us, uh, had he waited until until Shabbos, then he would have been able to have wine from the Eitz But instead, he was Doch Shah. He drank it first. Uh, he brings the Yitzchak Avinu wanted to give Esav the bracha. 
uh, however, Esav Avinu at the time was uh, it was premature. He was not uh, he was not where he needed to be. Yaakov Avinu wanted to reveal early the time of the final redemption. He talks about Shimon and Levi and Shechem and Yehuda, Yosef, the brothers, so on. He doesn't mention all, but I guess he's bringing from some place just various area areas all over all over Tyra where rushing a process ended up having severe consequences. Now, just one other interesting point, which part of it understood from one of Rav Kivak Shiram is an idea that we discussed before, the the way that we talked about it earlier is if you have a reservoir of water, you have an ocean of water, whatever it is, ultimately it has, it might be tremendous, has a certain amount of water in it. To, how, how is it that you can have a clea as a word that has an infinite amount of water in it when it's a pipe? In other words, it, it, it's not, it doesn't hold anything. It might The pipe might even be very, very small, but it ends up being a conduit through as much water pours in. When a tzaddik, no matter how great he is, davens from his own mitzvahs and maizim tov, him. So ultimately, the Torah that he brings down will be, as we're lacking in this infinite property, because he can only ask for as much as he's a cle to ask for. So therefore, once the Torah is coming down in response to a tefillah that's not total manaschinam and total hisbatlus, so therefore it's not going to have, as it were, be presented with, come to us in this form of this property that's going to just totally resolve all dispute, and therefore we're going to have to break through the klipa to get there, and therefore, again, it's one way of looking at it, I hope, I hope it's I understood it right, but uh, but but that that's when the difference between a prayer to bring down to Imam Sheikh Tari that's coming from mitzvahs from the person's own tzaddik's mitzvah ma'isim tovim, which might be tremendous, rather than total matnas chinam, it's qualitatively different. One is is yeshli rav, right, in a certain sense, and one is yeshli kol. One one is. One is the, uh, coming from it's uh, as great as it is, it's limited by the mitzvahs and maizim tovim, and the other one is uh, you can ask for everything because I am nothing. Vizeh yan lo amantem be tefila again. Amuna we said is the same as tefila says yan lo amantem be that because you didn't believe in me that the tefila was imperfect. Canal shahirim tefila so mitfila sakal that meishrabenu. The tefillah was removed from the call. The tefillah was not being machnia the ra and raised up with everybody where the tefillah was was with the tzaddik, with Moshe Rabbeinu in this case, not at all part of the process. But Moshe Rabbeinu didn't bring them up in the tefillah, but rather, again, the tefillah was separated from them. Instead, he applied the mata upwards and the tefillah was raised up, it was removed. Heirim Tfilaso, by the way, I mentioned this point earlier once before. I don't know if it's applicable here. It's the difference between Godol and Ram. Godol is big. Um, we talk about a kel hagadol, so we'll see. How I'm going to try to use this idea here. Also, a building is big, a mountain is big. We don't say it's high; it's attached to the ground, it's attached to the floor. It's relevant. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is gadol, as big as it is, but this hashgacha protest, it's it also touches the ground. Rum is high, and a cloud, an airplane, it's very, 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 very high, but it's not touch the ground. It's disassociated. Over here, it says also that heirim tfilaso mitfilas hakol. It was raised up; it was removed. Right. So the way, the way that I've applied the concept before, I've heard it applied, is we say HaKadosh Baruch Hu is HaKel HaGadol, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Gadol, he's not just high up and removed, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Ashkoch HaPratis, he's involved in the world, um, not just rum and removed from the world, but over here, perhaps, this is the idea that we're saying, I don't know if we could apply it, that here in Tefillah, so the Tefillah was raised up, but it wasn't rooted with all of the call. Fat Tefillah, he emuna, kamova, he yad of emuna. 
and the reason was lahakti sheni leine bnei Yisrael. That really a kaddish baruch who wanted that there should be a kiddush shemayim, uh, including bnei Yisrael. Lahakti sheni daika ki aided filish rabnis kaddish shemis baruch kanal like we said vaata kaddish shev tilas Yisrael. It would have added kedusha to shemayim in a certain way, as it were, to, to add kedusha to open up that the Torah should come down if the tefillah Moshe sent up was based and inclusive of klal, of the kahal. Lachain lo saviu el aretz. Now, why it was Moshe Rabbeinu not going to bring them to the aretz? Ramaz al histalkuso that Moshe Rabbeinu was hinting to the histalkus of Moshe Rabbeinu mida kenegin mida ki akedusha gam keni toisaf lemala b'shas pires atzad kayadua. It says that the pasha way of looking at this is that hakadosh baruch hu the Torah is ms. There's a, there's a structure and hakadosh baruch hu. We say that hakadosh baruch hu is midactic with the tzad kichotasaira. That uh, different ways of understanding that line, but the way I think the Mishil Shasham says is that if the Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't give anyone a pass, the Torah is principles of truth, and therefore don't think that just because a person is generally a tzaddik they're going to get a pass. That there's a when Hakadosh Baruch Hu says no matter who it is that the Torah is reality and that they're going to get punished. Also, there's a din that comes to a tzaddik that's a tremendous kiddush shem shemayim, and therefore. That's one way of looking at it. I'm sure there's others and more Kabbalistic reasons. But it says that the the Petira of a tzaddik is a tremendous Kedusha. And therefore, once there was the, the Kedusha that uh, that would have been gained by Maishu Rabbeinu going through the process the way that we've been describing, was laws that had to be balanced out by the Kedusha of the Petira tzaddik. Nimsa mashin nechsar al-yadam. Nishlam al-yadam. What the Kedusha that was missing from Maishu Rabbeinu uh, was now... Uh, balanced out also al yadam through the patira of of Moshe Rabbeinu, uh, of of the patira of Moshe Rabbeinu Aaron, and not ultimately not going to Eretz Yisrael.